Shalom, Abraham, Rav, the Masechus, Boba, Kamo, Dav, Lamed, Hey, today's Dav discusses when an axe is going to be chayv and a person doing that same damage is going to be potter and vice versa. We discuss Mechalkal and Shabbos being potter, those that apply by Koyvel, Umaver as well. So you have Kimle, Bidir, Abimine, when that applies, a story about a very smart axe. We have another Mishnah discussing when the gorings happen out of sight and speculation and the Mazaganizik were arguing about what sort of argument was it was it Bori 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 Vishemo and that would fit with we begin with the Mishnah that tells us that there are sometimes events damages where the ox is going to be potter and the person doing it is going to be hive and sometimes the person is going to be hive the person is going to be potter and the ox is going to be hive for example, if an ox embarrasses someone with the damage, the ox is potter, but a person's going to be chayev. If the ox blinds a, a, the evid or knocks out his tooth, he's potter. But, but if a person does that to his evid, he's going to be chayev. Damages a person's father, he'll be chayev. But if a person does, he'll be potter because he's chayev miso. An ox lights a fire on Shabbos, lights a haystack. So he's going to be high for those damages. A person won't be because he's high mitzvah. And we say, Kim Lebe the Rabbi Mine. The mitzvah subsumes the Chi of Momon. In the Gemara, Rabbi Avahu says to Rabbi Yochanan, on Shabbos, any mechanical, any destructive act is going to be potter. Only in a Sumer Rabbon and not a Sumer with two exceptions. Choyvel, wounding, and Mavir, lighting a fire. Yechonon disagrees with the Rav. Oh, he answers, he tells him, take your teachings outside. Chayvil and Maver are the same as every other Malacha. If it's Mechalkel, you'll be Potter. You want to say that they're different. They'll, they'll only be different if you're doing this wound, lighting this fire for a constructive purpose. You're wounding to, to get blood for an animal to drink or lighting a fire for the coals, only then Rabbi Yochanan says, would you be chayv? Destructive acts, even chayv alamaver, are potter on Shabbos. Now we bring a raya. Kasha and Rabbi Yochanan, the Mishnah tells us that if an axe lights a haystack on fire on Shabbos, he's chayv. Person lights, lights it on fire, he's going to be potter. We're comparing him to his axe. Now just like the axe didn't want anything from this fire, so to he didn't want anything from the fire. It's destructive, and yet we still say that he's going to be potter, meaning he's going to be chayiv miso. Hold on, according to Rabbi Yechonon, you won't be chayiv miso unless you do it constructively. It's mechalkel, just like the ox was being mechalkel. The Gemara answers, no, 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 no. We're learning the ox from him. It's true, they're put next to each other. Just like he did it constructively, this axe lit the fire constructively. How, how does the axe light a fire constructively? Shabbat Avia says, we're talking about a very small, smart axe, and he got this bite on, the, on his back, and he wanted to roll around in some ashes to help with the bite, so he lit a fire to roll around in those ashes. Did that? Do we really have oxen that are that smart? The Gemara says, yeah. First of all, we know that this is what the axe had in mind because that's what he did. He, and he rolled around in the ashes that he lit fire on the Gaddish from. Um, we have these smart ox and we have a story with their papa who also had a very smart ox. This ox had a toothache and he bit open the barrel of a, of a beer bottle and he used the beer inside. Uh, he drank it to heal his toothache. Do have smart ox and that do things like that. It can be constructive and the person is also going to be potter 
meaning Chayev Misa, when he does the fire constructively on Shabbos. You're comparing the axe to the person lighting the fire on Shabbos. Let's follow this through. We're comparing an axe to the person. Okay. We said that an axe who embarrasses somebody is going to be Potter. The person who does it, he's going to be Chayev. Hold on. The person was trying to embarrass him. The ox isn't... You know, how are you going to find an ox that has kavona to embarrass somebody? Or has two answers. Either you don't need to have kavona to embarrass, you just have to have kavona to damage, and that is enough to be mechaev you for the embarrassment. Or Rav gives a second answer that our Mishnah is actually talking about where it was bishoigig, like Rashi explains. It is a constructive act, but he's still going to be potter on the money because yishoigig. We're not going to say Kim Lebe the Rabbi Mine. What the Bechizki said in a Braiso. Potsuk's talking about killing a person or an animal, puts it together. Just like when someone kills an animal. Doesn't matter whether we did it, Bishoigig, Bemezid, Kavan, or not, going up, going down. He's going to be Chayv to pay for this animal that he killed. So, too, when a person kills a person, it doesn't matter how we did it, Bishoigig, Bemezid, Kavan, going up, going down. Be potter for a moment because he's going to be Chayv Misa for that killing. Even though when he does a Bishoigeg, he doesn't actually get a Chi of Misa, but he did an action which of killing, which is a Misa action. That's enough to trigger the Kimle Bidrabimine to potter that moment. Bonantal Rova, can you really learn our Mishnah is talking about where there was little on Chavez Bishoigeg? We said that the guy is going to be potter from the moment because he's Chayv Benafshoi. You're not Chayv Benafshoi. You're not Chayv Misa on Chavez for Shoigeg. You're Chayv Chatos. Answers since if he would have done this action, lighting the Gaddish on fire on Shabbos, he would be Chayev Miso if he did it be amazed, like destructive, like he wanted the ashes. So now it's true, he was it was it was Makalkel when he does it, he'll be Potter. And the next mission we learn we have a case of cases of a uh, goring that happened out of sight. So you have an ox chasing another ox, we don't see what that, what happens actually, but at the end of the day come out and one of them is gored. So, then Nizik says, hey, your ox gored my ox. The other one says, no, 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 no. He was your ox was just scratching against a rock and he hurt himself. So, no one was there. No one knows. If the Nizik can be proof that he, that the Mazik gored his ox, then he'll have to pay. Otherwise, he's, he's potter. If there were two oxen running after one ox and the two oxen owners... Right, and, and, and it walks out gored. The two oxen owners turn to each other and say, Yeah, yours you did the goring. He said, No, yours did the goring. So again, they're both going to be potter. If they're both property of one person, both oxen, then he's going to be chayev. Because Mimonavshok, his ox was the one that gored. Unless he comes up with a taina that, that rock. Now, if you have two oxen of one person, the Mazik's two oxen chasing after Nizak's ox. One of the oxen chasing is big, the other ox is small, so the big one is worth more. So when you're going to be evaluating at Megufoy, the Nizik's going to get more money. So the Nizik says, oh, the big one is one that did the goring. The Mazik says, no, the small one did the goring. One of them was a Tamov, one of them was a Muad, and the Nizik's standing that the Muad was the one that did the goring. The Chayv Nizik Sholem, and the Mazik says, no, 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 the Tam did it. So again, Mahamoyitz Mechaveri Olav Haraya. The Mazik has to pay the lesser amount unless the Nizik can prove otherwise. If the Nizuk's, Nizuk had two oxen that were being chased by the Mazik's two oxen, 
they each had one big and one small. And then Isaac is claiming that the big one gored the big one and the small one called this gored the small one, so he'll get the most money out of it. And the Mazak says, nope, it was the opposite, so I have to pay less. Again, same if there was a Taman Muad, the big and small one. Then Isaac's going to say that the Muad gored the big one, so I get more money. Tom was the one that gored the little one. Get a cotton of the little one, not the big one. So again, I'm going to make a very oil of her. In the Gemara of Chiyobar Abba says, must be arguing on Sumchis. Sumchis holds that if there's a suffix in Mammon, we split it. And our Mishnah says, I'm going to make a very oil that you're potter. Sir Abba Bar Mammon tells Chiyobar Abba, would Sumchis say that you split it? Even when the Mazak and Nizak are both having claims of a bari, they're both saying, I know for sure what happened and you owe me more. He says, no, I know for sure what happened and you owe me and I owe you less. Yeah. Rabbi says, yeah, that Simchas would say this even by bari, bari. How do we know? Our Mishnah was bari, you bari. This is his claim. That our Mishnah is bari, you bari. Your ox gourd. The other guy says, no, your ox slipped on a rock. Now we're on a premise that is talking about Bari or Bari. If Papa comes in and says, hold on, if the Rachel's talking about Bari or Bari, the Sefer should also be Bari or Bari. And yet, look at the Sefer. We want it to be consistent. The Sefer says, case where there was a big and small ox chasing a big, chasing one ox, right? So the Nizek claims that the big ox did the goring, and the Mazda claims that the small ox did the goring. Or by Tam and Mood, we say, I'm going to Mashma. That if the Nizuk does not bring a Raya, then, then the Mazak's going to have to pay the lesser amount as if the smaller one did the Goring, as if the Tam did the Goring. Not that he's Potter. But we'll revert back to the lower claim, the Mazak's claim. L'chari, there's a Kansha on Rabba Bar because he says, Sugi's in Baba Kama, Baba Basra. One guy says, you owe me wheat. The guy says, no, I, I do owe you, but only barley. So we say that if, he, if you're admitting to something, then you're potter. Over here, the Mazak admits that he owes something, but he says, I only owe you whatever the, the, the value of the cotton coring, not the godel. And here, saying not that you're potter, you pay the Mazak's claim. LMI, we have to say that the Sefer is talking about a Bori and Shemo claim. Who's claiming what? Mazak claiming Bori? Or is Mazak claiming uh Shemo. You want to say, says the Gemara, that the Nizik is tying Bari. He knows for sure. The Mazik is saying, I don't know exactly what happened. And you still have a Kasha in Rabbi Bayernosan, because the guy's still admitting to something. The Mazik is still admitting, albeit in a form of Shema, and yet he's not Potter. He's still going to be Chaya for whatever his, his admission is. The Nizik is the one that says Shema, and the Mazik is the one that knows for sure. I, I know I owe you less. Now, if in the Seifa, the Nizik is saying Shema, and the Mazik is saying Bori, in the Reisha, we're going to say the opposite, that the Nizik is saying Shema, and the Mazik is saying Bori. We're going to say over here also, even in the Reisha, assuming that we're, for, we're going to, we have to say that the Reisha is talking about that the Nizik is Shema, and the Mazik is Bori, the Simchus is still going to say we're going to split it? Gemara says, no. The Seifa, where the Nizik is Shema, and the Mazik is Bori, yes, but the Reisha is where the Nizik says Bori, and the Mazik says Shema, exactly the opposite. Ah, it's not exactly comparable. It's close enough, says the Gemara. Bari and Shema and Shema and Bari, that's basically the same thing. Smooth enough of a transition to p- formulate in the same Mishnah. 
say Bori and Bori shift into a Bori Vashem or Shema and Bori, that's a whole nother parasha. When they're both 100% certain, that's different than one certain and one being uncertain about his claim. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.